Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to this Friday edition of Locked On Texans, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every Monday through Friday. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, Texan reporter for ESPN Houston 97.5. And please be sure to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And just a reminder to everyone who are listening to this podcast, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast on all your favorite podcast streaming services. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts by any chance, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. As you guys know, I do this show with my co-host, Johnson Sports Guy Hickman, who is unfortunately not in the studio with me today. But that does not mean I will be here alone, as I am joined by a special guest today, Texans linebacker Tyrell Adams, in both the second and final segment of today's show. Adams and I will discuss his breakout season and how he was able to persevere after going undrafted in 2015. And just to give you guys a heads up, we really could not say too much about his pending free agency. He will be on the open market starting Wednesday, but hopefully the Texans and Adams representatives can find some type of way to get a deal done to keep him in that Texans battle red for this upcoming season and beyond. And listeners, I know there are a lot of uncertainties surrounding the Texans right now when you talk about their future, but there are a couple pieces on this team that can have you a little bit excited about what the future has in store. When you talk about the linebacking core, you cannot go without mentioning Tyrell Adams and Zach Cunningham. If the Texans can find some type of way to keep Tyrell on this team along with Zach, I'm pretty sure the Texans are going to be set at the linebacking core for the next couple of years or so. And for you Texan fans out there, everyone knows that the 2020 season was a terrible year for the Texans defense. In fact, they will go down as one of the worst defensive teams in NFL history. However, Tyrell Adams was one of the few bright spots in 2020. He ended the year finishing second, only behind Zach Cunningham in tackles with 125 on the season, had two sacks to go along with three quarterback hits, and became one of Houston's best pass rushers on the team as he ended the season with a pass rush grade of 71.4, according to PFF. So once again, Tyrell Adams will be joining me in a few. As you guys know, on yesterday, we had an opportunity to speak to Texans new head coach, David Culley, and we finally started to get a sense on what is his outlook for the Texans in 2021. He talked about everything that's going on with Deshaun Watson. He talked about the Texans plans with this upcoming free agency, and he also spoke on the Texans draft and what they are looking at so far in the combine. However, I'm going to save my thoughts on Culley's press conference for Monday show that way I could also do it with John Hickman so you guys can hear his thoughts as well and as you guys know Texans David Culley almost everything he said was interesting to say the least but once again Tyrell Adams Texans linebacker will be joining me in a few but first I got to tell you guys about betonline.ag betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action the NFL season might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And ladies and gentlemen, next week is the start of March Madness, which means you guys have a great opportunity to add some money into your bank accounts. BetOnline even covers award TV shows and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost everything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all news, scores, and odds. It's the best place for you to place your bets. And the best part about it, 
it's free to sign up. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts with promo code locked on. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Radio1.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. We are covering everything you need to know about the Houston Texans, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered with the Locked On Today podcast. It's hosted by the great Peter Pakowski, and it's all the sports you need every day, every morning, in under 20 minutes. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to Locked On Texans on this Friday edition of the show. As promised, I am joined by Texans linebacker Tyrell Adams. Mr. Adams, welcome to the show. And Tyrell, last season was a breakout year for you, and I can honestly say it was a long time coming for you. But the first time you popped up on everyone's radar was that Thanksgiving game in Detroit where the Texans blew out the Lions 41-25. to In a game in which you recorded a career-high 17 tackles can you take the listeners and I back to that day on what that game meant to you personally especially when you consider everything that has happened throughout your career so far um going back to it man it's giving me a feeling kind of just uh, thinking about everything that kind of like built up towards that moment man honestly my career has been kind of uh been a long one a journey but um I take pride in it I really uh I really enjoy it kind of because it kind of builds up calluses around me it makes me a better player that's what I kind of pride myself on. That's been a journey of my career versus both high school, collegiate, and professional. But uh, kind of building up to that game, man, I, uh, again, kind of long, long journey. Just kind of kept, kept trying to remind myself how good I was and how good I could be. But I just told myself, just keep working at it. And then, lo and behold, that game come. That game came. And um, honestly, man, there's a lot of things that poured into that game, but that was the game literally um, – the week before that game, I uh, lost, lost my best friend in a uh, tragic um, robbery here in, uh, in Atlanta. And um, I kind of had him heavy on my mind, kind of had my family heavy on my mind. Uh, and I just kind of like was in a, in, a, in a mental mode where I kind of wanted to really, really, really step my game up and play better. And that's kind of still been my mentality now, man. I just kind of want to just keep getting better. Whatever is ahead of me, I want to reach that with my full, full potential. My condolences, Tyrell, to you and your family. I'm really sorry to hear that, man. Um, you know, since you just finished talking about the loss of your best friend, how were you able to use that as motivation for the rest of the season? Because after that game against the Lions, you became one of the Texans' most reliable and best linebackers. Um, I think it was big, man. Honestly, uh, me and him grew up together since middle school. Uh, been best friends, went to the same high school together, went to the same college together, graduated the same year. Uh, he was a teacher here in Atlanta, a real uh, good teacher, uh, really loving the community. And uh, um, honestly, man, it just kind of inspired me because me and him, we stayed together for a while my first couple years in the league. Here in Atlanta, when I was working on the offseason, he kind of watched me get cut a couple times and get picked up and get cut again and go through that process, man. And no matter what I went through, he always believed in me and always would tell me, Tyrell, you're you on your way. Just keep working, Ty. Just keep working, Ty. And that kind of motivated me to just keep going at it. And then, again, once I had that game and once I kind of sat and, sat and thought on it with him and I prayed, prayed, prayed about it, I just kind of realized it was like he was with me no matter what I was doing. I kind of just owe it to him and, of course, my family and those around, all the positive people around me to kind of just keep going 
and keep striving for whatever it is that my future holds and my career holds. Tyrell, there is an interesting story I would like for you to clear up for me and the listeners out here. Um, there's a story that when you received the news that the Texans were going to sign you, you were actually in the middle of interviewing for some type of sales job or an insurance job or something like that. Oh, no. So um, that, that's way before the Texans. So I was undrafted tryout to uh-huh. Seattle in 2015. So um Basically, before that whole process, man, I was um, actually um, down in Atlanta. It was right after I graduated. I graduated fall 2014. And I was kind of working out, but I really wasn't getting any too much buzz. I uh, had a, a one scout from the uh, Seahawks kind of reach out and say they were interested in me, but no, no real traction behind it. And I remember um, I went to this thing back then called the Regional Combine, which was for smaller school guys, and you would pay for it. And if you did really well, you would get invited, all expenses paid to the Super Regional, which was in front of all 32 teams. Each team would have a scout there. And um, I go to the Regional Combine, I do all right, and I'm waiting on a call back, but the call back doesn't come for a while, so I want to get an interview with uh, Northwest Mutual uh, to be an insurance sales agent. And I can remember being in the interview, I'm sitting there, and I guess I did really well, so they, they, they offered me the job there, and right there on the spot, and I'm looking around, looking at all these cubicles and everything. And no offense to guys that work on, on that avenue, but I just wasn't ready for the lifestyle. Yeah, I kind of was like used to being in the locker room, being around people, just being a people's person, kind of just just being in group settings majority of my life. So it all kind of dawned on me, man. I was just like, man, I'm not ready for this. But I kind of accepted. I know I had to get a job. So I told them I would get them some, um, get them, let them get them some notice uh, in a few weeks. And literally, I'm. Uh, on the elevator going down, leaving the uh, interview, I get a call from one of the scouts from the uh, regional combine, and they call me and say, we like what you've done. Uh, we're going to invite you to the super regional. And, man, when I tell you I was ecstatic, I'm talking about yelling, like screaming at the top of my lungs in the middle of, like, a big business park. <laughs> so excited, just like, all right, let's go. You really got the opportunity. So that was the, that's the whole story behind that one. So thinking back to where you were that day in Atlanta to how well you played for the Texans this season, did you ever feel all of this was possible? And at some point throughout your journey, did you ever wanted to just give up? I think uh, giving up part never kind of like dawned on me. I think the thing was I never said I will always leave kind of like my uh, my ceiling or like my uh, how high I could go kind of open mm-hmm. because constantly and constantly I prove myself that I could do more than that, whatever I thought was in my mind. Again, I kind of had the same MO from high school and co- college. Like literally my first two years in high school and college were the exact same way. I wasn't a big time guy. I already wasn't looked at like that. Um, I wanted to get my opportunity through some uh, through some energy injuries. And I took advantage of the opportunity. So I kind of like prided myself on being, being ready for the opportunity. Just keep working. No matter when it came, I just told myself I would be prepared and that's kind of just how I kind of work and keep my mentality around just my, my entire process and my lifestyle, my, my life. A lot of people don't know, but this was actually your second stint with the Texans. What was the difference between your first stint with the team in 2018 to where you are now in 2021? I think it was more more, more myself. Um, again, I was kind of going through my phases, my growth phases, my uh, growing as a player, a professional player, and kind of just molding a lot of my skills. And over time, I got better and better. And this kind of, this season, I, I, every, again, every season, I always pride myself on you got to find somebody to get better, whether it be faster, stronger, quicker, uh, reading things better. 
And I guess it kind of all just started coming coming together. And again, opportunity came. So Every team has a player, a vet, who will take the young guys under their wings and show them how to be successful, not just on the field on Sundays, but in the NFL in general. Tyrell, who is the one vet that you can actually go to for advice and someone who actually helped you become that force that we saw down on the field? It's so many names, man, because um, that linebacker room we had, there was so many different guys in there with different abilities, different talents, and I was really, I really was big on just picking up off, off each one of them. You got B-Mac, who's extremely, extremely uh, physical. So Zach, who's who's real quick and plays with ultra instincts and kind of trying to pick up on that. And then you got Dylan Cole, who's like the jack of all trades, can cover, can you know stop the run. They got just like tenacious guy, plays special teams, and just like takes pride in everything. And picking up from those guys, you got Whitney Mercis, who's a who's a stand-up guy in the community. Learned so much from him, just talking, talking to him, just sitting down with him, um, just how to, how to pour into others while still being not standing on the field. Um, a couple old heads I had around me, uh, Mike Adams, who played with us my, uh, the previous year. Uh, he's kind of in, the same, in my same shoes and give me advice about just uh, being an undrafted guy and kind of have to keep working and just keep owning your skills and taking advantage of every opportunity I was out there. So it was a lot of guys being around, man. Yeah, Mike Thomas this year, man, another undrafted mm-hmm. guy. Who kind of was giving me advice about how to how to carry myself and how to play to the best of my abilities, constantly supporting me. And I can keep going on and on, man. But the guys I, I was hanging around, the guys I was um, uh, brains I was picking, they were just constantly giving me advice about just how to carry myself and just how to get better. Just never settling for like no matter if I had a 17 tackle game, not settling in there and kind of trying to find ways to improve, get smarter, read the game better, uh, better technique, things like that. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG 1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost three hundred fifty three. 99 at advance a big chain store but it only costs 216.79 at rockauto.com chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and it does not require a membership or account login go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how do you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com Betting on the Houston Texans doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, 
blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Best podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Tyrell, in addition to the Texans, you signed with about six or seven teams throughout your career, but you only really had an opportunity to play for two teams, the Texans and the Raiders. I know we spoke on this just a little bit, but what kept you motivated to never give up? Was it just having 100% faith? Was it just the strong background that you had? I know you mentioned how big of a family guy you are. What helped you get to this point to where you are today? Um, Man. Again, I can go with this one for a while, but I think it's big on just like I'm big on my faith. So um, God just kept revealing himself in different ways of my career. And I, and I had more in the tank. I had more to give. Even when I did kind of get in the place where I would think it was over, where I was done with all, he revealed himself in subtle ways that you still can do this. Just keep working towards it. Just keep believing in me. And then the people I had around me, my trainer here in Atlanta, um, Lillian, she's a female trainer, one of the best trainers out right now. Uh, mm-hmm. She runs DSA Sports. But she kind of was pouring into me. She's big on faith, too, but she gives great work, tremendous work, trades some of the top athletes in the world right now. And um, my family, my mom, my brothers, again, I got five brothers, so they always would tell me how good I was. My oldest brother, he really believes in my ability, my capability. He says he always tell me how much he's seen in me. And um, again, it's just the people around me and my faith, man. Uh, even when I decided, even when I would think about, like, going a different route or pursuing something different, um, I would just get I just it would just would be discomforting to even think that way so I would just go back to work and get back to workouts and again I would get a workout and with a team and I would literally pass with flying colors on the on a workout and then lo and behold I'd be back back into football so th- just those little things will kind of remind me you just got to keep working at it you'll get to where you want to go and then take off from there you had a really successful season last year. How can you build off of that and become even better heading into next season? Man, that's what that's what's really been been haunting me. Like honestly, <laughs> like I um I had a good season, but I still I still still don't feel don't feel comfortable with it at all. Mm-hmm. Honestly, man, I feel like I left a lot out there. Um, a couple mistakes, uh, two drop picks, um, a couple uh seal the game opportunities. Um, it's just a couple things that kind of like, like haunt me. Like I li- literally have like nightmares about the plays I messed up. And that uh, reminds me to kind of just keep getting better. So for me, I'm just trying to find ways to uh, study film better, uh, work on my technique again, uh, be more physical, read things faster, just playing fast. I'm watching, watching a lot of film on guys that are at the top of my position, those guys that are standouts in my position. So trying to learn things from them. So, whatever I can to get that edge and really just go to a place I've never been ultimately in sports. So if you do not mind sharing, who are some of those guys you are currently studying on film as of right now? I love the way Devin White plays, Fred Warner, Bobby Wagner, of course, Zach Cunningham. I just love his instincts and how fast he plays. Um, so my boy over there in, uh, in Indiana, Indianapolis. Uh, Leonard. Uh, Darius. Darius. Darius Leonard. Leonard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love the way he plays. And, um, one more guy I was watching a lot, um, Levante David. Just kind of watching those guys. My little way they play, mm-hmm. they fly around. They play real fast and they play real instinctual. 
talking about ways how you can improve your game. This next question is a little bit tricky given the fact that you are about to enter free agency, but of all the noise surrounding the Texans this offseason, they have quietly put together a really good coaching staff. A staff, by the way, that includes Lovey Smith, who I consider one of the greatest defensive-minded coaches of all time. If you have an opportunity to resign in Houston, and I hope you do. But if you have an opportunity to resign with the Texans, do you get a sense of excitement knowing you have a chance to work with Smith? Because remember, he put together one of the greatest defensive teams in the work that he did during his time as the head coach in Chicago. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, uh, he he did some great work up there in Chicago. You know, that tenacious defense, that 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 physical, that fast defense, uh, mm-hmm. but. I'm, I'm I'm extremely anxious about getting to work with them. I, I love working with guys that are real smart minded, been around the game for a long time, and kind of learn how to. Like again, I'm like a sponge, so whatever they got to teach me, I'm I'm willing to take it in. If he tells me I can work on this, I'm a I'm gonna take that and run with it because I, I I've seen his his production and seen the guys he's worked with. So I know he knows what he's talking about and kind of just trusting that process. And once again, this question revolves around the possibility of you resigning here in Houston. But how much better can the pairing of you and Zach Cunningham, a guy, by the way, you just mentioned as one of the guys you love to watch, you love to study from, how much better do you think that pairing between you two guys can be for this upcoming season? Again, it just gets better over time. I think the thing I learned from Zach, honestly, Zach kind of uh, – was a catalyst for me. He inspired me to kind of play play a little bit faster. Like, you play so fast. You think you're playing fast. You play with Zach Cunningham and you realize you need to play a little bit faster, read a little bit quicker. And uh, I think we kind of, like, bounced off each other on that. I remember kind of played a couple plays where we would make together, and I realized we were both kind of, like, after the same thing and hitting the hole at the same time because we're, we're trying to read it that fast. And then at, at a point, it got to a competition where it's just, like, who's going to get to tackle this play or who's going to chase down the ball in this one? And it was it was fun, man. It was a it was a very 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 fun competitiveness, and uh, I enjoyed it. Ultimately, I think it made both of us better. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to continue. Last question before getting out of here: After the season that you just had, what is the pinnacle for Terrell Adams' career? Honestly, man, I just want to be uh, again. I'm well respected by my uh, my family and my friends, of course. But I want to be well respected by my peers, the guys I play with. I think it's an honor to kind of like have guys look at you and tell you play you had a great season, guys you played against. Um, so again, just trying to build that way and play consistent enough to where guys can kind of respect my game and uh, give me my accolades and give me my praise. I feel like I can deserve, can get sometimes. So that I think that'd be the pinnacle. In my career, is, uh, have guys honestly like say you, you had a great career or we like the way you play or kind of like whatever it may be in that aspect. So once again, that was Texans linebacker Tyrell Adams. And what's funny, after the interview, him and I spent an additional 10 to 15 minutes just talking about his journey, talking about his career. And, you know, I just had to share with him the fact that he went from an undrafted player in 2015 to the success that he showcased on the field with the Houston Texans this past season. I had to tell him that he is an inspiration to a lot of people, especially the ones who one day dream of being an NFL like him. But with that being said, that concludes another installment of Locked on Texans, the daily podcast covering the Houston Texans every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at CodyDavis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.
You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.